Thank you for choosing Macabre today. Please remain seated and strap in during the duration of this episode. It's going to be a bumpy ride, and we hope you enjoy your time with us. And remember, listener discretion is advised. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I recognize that. Mug. Fancy. It's water. <laughs> it is fancy. I'm feeling it this morning. Nice. Yeah, I don't know if you can see that glowing bright light in the back. Um, yeah. So that's Ooh. my neon macabre sign. Are but you serious? For whatever reason, you can't see it. No. Maybe it's too bright. Can you change like the brightness have, level? It has a rem- like a setting on it, but I don't know. It doesn't seem to work. I don't know. I'll have to Weird. mess around with it. You should take a picture. I want to see it. Yeah. Let me see if I can go. Let me go see if I can mess with it for a second. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that looks awesome. <laughs> so apparently I was pushing the wrong button. <laughs> oh, dang it. But it's awesome. I like it. I just I love I have it. a I have a plexi stand for it somewhere. I just need to mm-hmm. find it. I think it's hidden under the nice. bed. And where did you get it from? Amazon. I, guess. I, can send, I can send you a link. It wasn't very expensive. Maybe like 30 bucks. How are you feeling? You know, about what? Let's be specific. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just, I'll just start by saying your eye makeup is awesome today. Looks good. Oh, thank you. Um, it didn't. I'm glad that you think so because it did not start out that way. Um, I accidentally sneezed when <laughs> I went to do the wing, and so like on this side, it like went weep, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna extend them today, and like we're gonna make it real dark. <laughs> Sneezing while you're putting on eye makeup is um, is the worst. Not good. No, and it's just, we, I forgot to put the stupid humidifier on last night. And so I'm sitting there like, it's like, it's really dry in here. And then like, when you look up in a bright light, you know, you're like, sometimes you're like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) and yeah, it just, yeah, that's it didn't didn't go very well. I don't understand why looking at bright light makes some people sneeze. Right. (laughs) I know. I don't get it, but it is a thing. And it's not like every time, but it's just like, I guess, days that I'm more sinusly sensitive, <laughs> it happens, but <laughs> this is the dumbest. Oh, man. How are you? <laughs> um, Pretty good. Yeah, it's. It, I feel like good. this week just was a blur. I don't know. It's weird. I don't even really remember much about the week. So if that tells you anything, I don't think it was super exciting. Okay. Uh, I just worked it's on okay. like projects and stuff. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. Nice. This week was a fucking shit show. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It, it's just a lot going on. And it's just a test, I think. Because I was like, my New Year's resolution is I'm going to relax more and focus on, you know, trying to be a little bit more mentally healthy. And let me tell you, life is challenging that right now real good. So I feel like life constantly challenges that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't think it gets um, any easier as we kind of move through life unfortunately um right but i feel like being able to do stuff like this is kind of like a highlight (laughs) you know it sounds weird to say that it totally is we talk about dark stuff and you know topics that are macabre morbid morose all those things Mm -hmm. but i know i enjoy it (laughs) i do too like i don't okay this sounds really weird but like I feel like doing this show gives me more of a sense of purpose 
um, than I felt in a very long time. That's and good. yeah, when yeah. it's we've gotten to meet some great people, like I got to meet you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was just thinking the other day, I just realized this. I was like, you know, we kind of met around the time of the divorce, but just thinking about the divorce, I was like, I lost one person, but I gained like 10 really awesome people. Right. So it's a pretty good trade. Right? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> For a while there, I'm like, I'm so sorry. This is like, I'm like the worst consolation no you know but then it like a group came through and it's like okay yeah <laughs> we got community going on here yeah oh so speaking of i haven't had a chance to mm -hmm. listen to it yet but in the uh gmail there's another listener submission it just came in i think yesterday or i think it was maybe it was yesterday i didn't open it at all um so i have no clue what it is but you and i can after we get done with the episode we can listen to it together okay all right uh-huh so here we go what is up listeners welcome to macabre i'm blair i'm hallie we're starting a new habit that we want to remember to introduce ourselves in the beginning i made that a note new, <laughs> a new habit a new habit a year later I know we forgot like halfway through we forgot um and for everybody who's new or getting acquainted with us you know maybe we should be saying our names <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> I mean I don't even do that in real life so like when I go Same. to new people I'm like oh I forgot to tell you my name <laughs> <laughs> I'm that way too and I'm horrible at introductions like if I bring my fiance somewhere and like he's never met anybody I'll literally be chatting for like a few hours like oh yeah and then I'm like oh by the way oops, oops. <laughs> and here my poor guy is like sweating in the background like oh, I don't know anyone <laughs> I'm like I'm so sorry I'm horrible at this you know what they should do you know they should you know how they used to make people wear like those sticky name tags I should just like have one that's like sewn onto a jacket like a patch that says, hi, my name is, but then do I really want people to know my name is right. another question. So, right. In theory. That is a good question. In theory. It's funny. If you leave it blank, then they'd <laughs> then be they like, but what you. is your name? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like that better. <laughs> and then, then it will remind you. You're like, oh yeah, I never said that. Yeah. Okay. Keeps the mystery alive. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There's got to be a little mystery sometimes. <laughs> Makes things a little better, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if, if you're checking us out for the first time, welcome, you freaking beautiful listener. We're happy to have you and hang with you. Uh, this week's episode is a hometown macabre. Uh, we haven't done that in a while. And no. we are very excited to say that this one is brought to you by another listener yay heck yes this is what we want so instead of giving you an intro i'm going to give the wonderful emily the honors okay so second try um <clears throat> i used to work at the gas station where uh gary michael hilton was apprehended cleaning blood and hair out of his vehicle his super shitty truck that he drove around with his mangy dog um that he beat a lot i know a lot about this man i'm sorry it's my my dad knew the family of the girl that was murdered so he won't even talk about it i didn't know that he was familiar with that family actually till i got more into true crime as an adult and I asked him about it, and he's just like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. It's a really dark point in my life. Um, I did see it happen. I did see him get arrested. I was a child at the time. And then, lo and behold, years later, I'm ringing up fuckers for the same car wash. Uh, so, yeah, heavy side eye there. Heavy side eye. Because most people don't, don't know what happened there. Um, so, that's my macabre story. Uh, 
I hope it's macabre enough for you. But y'all are great. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I'm a history major. I love history. I love dark shit. My name's Emily. I don't know if I said that, but have a fantastic day, darlings. Emily! You freaking rock! Thank you so much for submitting your request. Thank you for being awesome. We were talking about how much we love your voice. Because <laughs> um, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, um, I think I'm going to reach out to Emily separately and ask her, uh, have you ever done any voice work? And also, can I, maybe, can the ladies of Macabre use you for voice work in the future? So uh, I'll be in touch on that. But yes. side tangent. Also, history major. Yes. Thank you for nerding with us about that kind of stuff because you know what? We're all in the same boat. <laughs> so it makes you cool. That's some creepy, creepy shit also, Emily. And that's absolutely terrifying, especially to witness as a kid. And yeah. speaking of him. <laughs> like, I'm curious. I'm curious. And Emily, if you're not in the private Facebook group, definitely join us over there because I uh, would like yeah. to know how old you were when this happened mm -hmm. and um what was the other question that i had i'll think of it but how old were you when this happened oh and the girl um the name of the girl yeah. the the victim because there were multiple and i kind of think i know who it was but um mm -hmm. would love to to hear feedback on that who it was specifically yeah i have a thing i have a theory on who it probably is too but mm -hmm. there's multiple and as we dig into this story, what's creepy is they don't know the exact total. Right. But we'll get to that. So, are you ready for go. this? Well, yep. listener discretion is advised like normal. I hope that you're not on your lunch break. If you are, I hope you have a strong stomach. It's time for macabre. So we're talking about Gary Michael Hilton. And we haven't done a true crime episode for a while. So it's no. kind of ni nice. I use the word nice. I feel like I never have the right words to say, to describe. <laughs> there isn't. But there there really isn't. We haven't done true crime for a while. And um, let's be honest, a lot of us are interested in that. So I'm glad to, to, to have that submission from Emily so we can get that back on the table. Me too. Yeah, me too. Because that's the thing about macabre. It's a large umbrella. So you, we could talk about a lot of different things and never cover the same thing twice. Mm -hmm. Which I don't know what that says about us as a people, but here we are. Here we are. That's exactly. <laughs> too much macabre. I almost yeah. said that at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> we connected. I like to say that a lot. Uh <laughs> All right. Ooh, here we go. Uh, Gary Michael Hilton. He's also known as the National Forest Killer. So a little background on him. He was born in 1946. Apparently at the age of 13, he shot and injured his stepfather after believing that he had kidnapped his mother. However, there wasn't any criminal charges that were pressed um, against him. I guess his stepfather was trying to set like a really good example and give him another chance at life because at 13, that's pretty drastic. Um, so because of what happened, um, he was actually sent to a mental health facility. Good on them. Um, mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, he then enlisted in the military in 1964. He was then discharged honorably three years oh. later in 67. Mm -hmm. um, after apparently he had a schizophrenic episode, um, he was stationed overseas in Germany for a while. Um, but after he was let go, he was again sent to a, men a mental institution. Uh, we're going to kind of notice a pattern with him, which is, it's a lot. Um, Explains a lot too, he, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. He was always riding the rough ride, if you know what I mean. Um, 
two years after late um two years after he was discharged he married his first wife sue in georgia and two years later divorced in florida and speaking of florida according to the florida department of highway safety and motor vehicles hilton qualified for a chauffeur license between the years of 1970 and 1972 but that would change very quickly because in January of 73, he was convicted of a DOI in Dane County, Florida. Mm. So, of course, mm-hmm, his license was revoked and he just never got it reinstated. In the summer. Oh, go ahead. I saw you. <laughs> oh, no, I was just thinking you saw my wheels turning. I was like thinking. Yes. Yeah. But I'm sure that didn't stop him from driving. <laughs> oh, Oh, absolutely not. And you're going to see that come into play a lot in this, which, yeah. The thing is, um, there's multiple reports in state records that his plates have been run constantly through the system throughout his life. Um, He just really dabbled in some shady shit. Um. In the summer of 77, he married his second wife, Dina, in Georgia, but divorced less than a year later. Okay. Commitment issues. Ten months. Mm-hmm. Do we Definitely. know anything, any indication as to why? Doesn't give any? Okay. No. Um, in some of the records that I found, um, when people that have been associated with his life have come forward to talk about him and his character. They've always said that he was a little off and he had violent tendencies in different ways. Okay. Um, even Emily had said in the speak pipe that, I mean, it was clear that he beat his dog. There are records oh. of that also from people oh. he knows. Yeah. Um, so I can just about imagine how that would have carried into a marriage. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... There's not a lot of records besides that just, you know, married and divorced. They just got uh, in the, the fuck years, out, but probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And good for them. Yeah. Um, but ten months after that divorce, he married a third time to Damn. a lady named Betty. Yeah. So she and now I think this is where his MO kind of started and where his wheels started turning with his actions um because betty happened to be a security officer for atlanta stone mountain park and of course i mean gary was in the army he's a survivalist he loves that kind of environment so he's out in the wilderness a lot and that's kind of where things really start hitting the fan and it's only gonna get more gross from here um just some like in between details that kind of lead up to it. So seven months later, guess what? He got divorced again. You are correct. Yes. Ding ding ding. <laughs> he did. Ding ding ding. Divorce. That is the right answer. Um, this is probably the turning point because then once we get into the 1980s, the actions are way more questionable. He isn't married after that. Um, in 1983, Hilton was convicted on a drug charge, uh, during which they also convicted him of carrying a pistol without a license. And when they had asked him in the court why he was carrying it around, he had told them, well, I don't need one. It's just for protection. A little bit contradictory there, huh? Yeah, that's kind of a confusing mm-hmm. statement. <laughs> yeah. And four years after that, he was involved with a criminal case again, but this time it involved theft by deception and potentially it involved marijuana and other substances. So he's he's dabbling now. He hasn't quite found his nasty legs yet, if you know what I mean. Um, in January of 94, 1994, he was charged of 21 counts of solicitation. Okay. 21 counts of solicitation. That means mm-hmm. he was trying to get street 
street ladies, ladies of the street. Yes. Or men yep. of the street. I don't or, know. yeah. Boys yep. of the street. Or, mm -hmm. it's a vague term, but that's part of it. Other, um, other definitions of solicitation also include just like trying to like corks people into corks. <laughs> <laughs> coerce people <laughs> coerce people into doing something illegal yeah yeah oh. um so it could be a lot of things but solicitation you it, okay that was i thought it, it was generally you know it was. meant solicitation for mm -hmm. sex generally yes generally which that's a lot of times yeah. to get caught yes imagine <laughs> how the times he didn't get caught unless he's just really terrible at it not good at like, yeah yeah but like at what point do you stop trying <laughs> if you've gotten caught that many times right that's a lot fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me fool Only me 21, 21 times i mean woof <laughs> oh yeah uh in the summer of 95 he was arrested Again, for trying to sell books to people for personal profits, though he worked for American Book Display Company. Hmm. Those books, he was hired to sell them for the company, and he was trying to sell them for personal profits without sharing the records. And Oh, the so wealth, he was like so jacking speak. up the cost on books to make a little extra mm -hmm. cash. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but kind of backtracking um, into December of 94, this is where things get really interconnected and complex because there's a lot of different things going on at the same time. And you can really tell that it just started amping up for him. And I'm even going to mention some people that went missing and were murdered that match his mo but have never been confirmed that it was actually him and there have been a couple of people that originally they thought he had murdered but actually didn't and i left those people out for the most part but um in december of 94 melissa witt disappeared from fort smith arkansas and just over a month later her buddy her body was discovered in the same county that she disappeared in and in quote here, Witt's body was found by two hunters in the Ozark National Forest near Turner Bend in Franklin County. Investigators said her body was nude and near a headstone-like rock. According to officials, Melissa had been strangled and her killer took her clothes, shoes, jewelry, which included a Mickey Mouse watch. Her clothes have never been found, end quote. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Melissa Witt's murder has never been solved. And he still is kind of on the docket of potential people just because it really matches his MO. I'm curious. I mean, I know, you know, there's the show Missing One, uh, Missing 411. And mm -hmm. you, you hear stories about how many people have gone missing in national parks and things like that and that mm -hmm. allegedly some of the information is kept quiet and i don't mm -hmm. know it just kind of makes you wonder like how far out the sky how far his reach really was because my thought mm -hmm. was that he was mostly located in like um georgia florida and in, yes. in that kind of area yep. centrally in the south um but yep who knows Right. He could have traveled around. Yeah. But most of the stuff that we're going to see are from, you know, Georgia and Florida. There have been some tips into like South Carolina or also in North Carolina. There's just been some hits, but not as much to really confirm that he is for sure been doing the stuff in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to, I forgot what I was going to say along what you had said about the national about the parks? missing 411. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Um, and also for listeners, 
we did a hometown macabre on the Appalachian trails. Um, Mm -hmm. and we had even put like a memo in at the end about like, Hey, if you're staying there or you're walking around and meeting people, um, I had watched a few videos and like read up on some hiker articles about what you should and shouldn't be doing as hikers on the trails. And one of those was you should be starting up a conversation with people that are around you not to be friendly or, you know, to become buddies and all that, but to really get a good feel for that person. Because if you're asking them just standard, like water cooler talk questions, and you're getting some weird answers and weird vibes from them, it's probably a no, you should probably not be around that person. Um, So just a reminder on that, like, this is really it's unfortunately a true tale of like what you should be paying attention to um, and what could potentially happen because, oh my gosh, we talked about that in that episode too, about so much stuff happens. Yeah. And not just and in also, Appalachia. But don't go alone. You know, people that no, hike alone. Exactly. I get mm-hmm. why they do it, but, and, and, the, and sadly, I do know a little bit about this case. I do know that, you know, there are situations where, people weren't alone and they still became victims. Mm-hmm. Um, but anytime yep. someone is carrying a, a firearm, you know, um, yep. it's much easier to get people to do what you want them to do. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's terrifying. Um, especially since when you are out there just hiking in nature, that's, one of the last things that's on your mind especially oh, yeah. when it's so peaceful and yeah it, <laughs> it's it's I'm just like because uh... <laughs> i'm like when i go out like that and i don't go alone um mm-hmm. only if i'm like near family property or something like that but mm-hmm. when i when i go i'm so in a zone you know it's oh, like yeah. that's the reason that i go out in the woods yeah. and hike is because it puts me in like a meditative state and I'm so mm-hmm. it's weird it's like you're you're hyper focused on the environment but yet you're so internally focused at the same mm-hmm. time that is a bad thing about me uh which makes me a prime serial killer target <laughs> unfortunately but yeah you don't you you go out there and you just you zone out and you don't pay attention to your surroundings and you also don't mm-hmm. expect to be running into crazy people that want to kill you and right all of that right it's ugh. it's horrible um and we kind of talked about this too but like even though there was a a distance in years and places from Gary's more well known incidents um this this crime definitely matches mo um and he like it's a good chance but like you never know because it happens to a lot of people and it doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily just happen in the south it's every national park or not even in a national park but yeah it does match his mo um they can for sure prove he killed six people um but like we had talked about previously they he is kind of linked to other ones as well but they can't be confirmed um some think that he was involved with the kidnap and murder of levi frady uh who went missing in georgia georgia in 1997 um only to be found later in dawson forest wildlife management area uh later that year um Jason Knapp disappeared in April of 1998. His car was found a few days later in Table Rock State Park in Pickens, South Carolina. Again, those people, they can't prove that he did them, but they match his MO. So, now we get into more gritty, like really gritty. Now we're getting into the 2000s. Now, in April of 04, Patrice Andres disappeared. She was last seen at her salon in Dawson County, Georgia. 
and this is very interesting on how close that these men like are together because four months after that a man came forward to the police to say that he had witnessed gary beating his dog and doing some sketchy shit in parks around that area uh december of 2005 patrice's remains were found behind a church in that area so let's get to the people that we know about um and we'll go in chronological order so rosanna milani miliani i apologize rosanna miliani was 27 um in december 7th of 2005 rosanna miliani was hiking now she was last seen in bryson city north carolina on december 7th she had disappeared from hiking in bryson city a witness told the police that she came into her store the witness's store seeming very nervous um, she was with an older man that looked to be in about his 60s. The witness told police that they bought clothes and the man had mentioned that he was a traveling preacher. Mm. Interesting. Um, they found out later that Hilton actually stole her bank card and was trying to use it. Rosanna died from being beaten to death by him. Was um was this incident, did it happen over a number of days? Because I know there was one incident that I don't want to, like, give a spoiler if you're covering it. Oh, Is no, no. That's, do you know? that's a really good question. Um, for Rosanna, it, actually, for all of the ones that we know for sure about... They weren't killed instantly. Um, in a lot of these cases, they were taken and then they were alive for a few days because he tried using their bank accounts um, and he tried getting that information from them. Mm -hmm. And if they weren't giving it to him or he just got mad or he was able to get some out of it, then he would finish the job in a way. So she was definitely not killed instantly she she was around for just a little bit um but in 06 a neighbor had called so i'm throwing some of this in here because he's starting to really get into a pattern here but in between he's doing other things but not getting caught for, obviously not getting caught for mm -hmm. the really, really big ones. Um, but in 06, a neighbor had called Duluth police in July um, to report that Hilton was soliciting at an intersection um, at River Summit Trail and Clearbrook Way. Apparently, he was handing out flyers and he was using his dog to advertise a siding business. Um, police quickly arrived and took care of the situation. That was it. A year later, a complaint was put into the authorities after Hilton threatened to kill a man if he didn't pay him $10,000. And at that point, he had told Hilton to leave his property. The police did come. It was handled. Nothing else was looked into or found. So then... We get into later that year um, is when we know he got to two other people. So October 21st, 2007, we have John and Irene Bryant. John was 84 and Irene was 80. I'm sorry. John was 80. Irene was 84. John Bryant was abducted. Irene Bryant was killed in Pisgah, National Forest in North Carolina when they were taking a hike. Um, apparently, that's near Asheville. Irene tried to call 911 at 4 p.m., but the call did not go through. Uh, the body of Irene was found a little ways from the car's or the couple's car. Uh, the couple disappeared after taking the hike. 
Uh, John was found and said to have died from a gunshot wound in the head. Uh, same day. So that went pretty quickly. Um, next day, Bryant's card was used at 7.35 p.m. to withdraw $300 from a machine bank in Ducktown, Tennessee. On November 9th, Irene's body was then fully discovered um, near um, the National Park area where they were taken. So this fucking guy killed two people for $300. Yeah. Yep. Two people who were out there living their best lives in their mm -hmm. retirement. In their 80s, 80s hiking. Yeah. Getting after it. Yeah. Yeah. What a disgusting piece of shit. Oh, yeah. A fucking waste, let me tell you. Um, oh, yeah. It, it, it just continues to get worse. Like, I had to stop a few times when writing notes because it's just nauseating. Yeah. Well, and here's uh, the thing, too. Uh, I am a dog lover. I love dogs. Mm -hmm. And me when too. I see someone with a dog, and I know this is just me being naive because this is how I treat animals. You know, mm -hmm. my animals are like my babies. And mm -hmm. when you see someone walking around with a dog, you kind of just, or I do, just look at them like they treat their animals the same way. You know? Well, yeah. Like they're, if you have you, a pet. You trust, you trust that person more because they have an mm -hmm. animal. You just automatically yep. are like, oh, they like dogs. You know, that's a good person. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But then you don't realize this person is is using their dog probably a little bit for that purpose. Like it makes them mm -hmm. seem more trusty and they're also just wanting yep. to do terrible things. Um, right. Yeah. And I think that's why... Um, with that incident in 06 where he was just handing out those flyers to people and he had his dog with him, mm -hmm. you know that that's why. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, yeah. And it's gross because it's like, yeah, you assume that anybody that owns a pet loves their pet and mm -hmm. treats them well, which means they're more caring, you know, they're more likely to be more caring towards other human beings. Yeah. Just gross. Just gross. And the fact that he really, like, I mean, there were reports put in to the police even about him beating his dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, to, to put in a, re a police report about it, that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. And mm -hmm. sadly, you know, that's not something that is um, regulated in a lot of places. They unfortunately right. don't give a shit uh, about animal mm -hmm. rights. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. And then, I mean, not that that was that long ago, but look at the time, too, you know. Um, things have changed recently, like within the last decade for pets that I really like. Yeah, yeah Like there's pet insurance. That's no, there's definitely, <laughs> there's definitely things moving in the right direction, I will say. But me just yeah. living in a small town, you know, now living in a small town you know, driving out to see family, uh, there was this one house that I would drive by every day. And there was like a, probably a German shepherd mix chained to mm -hmm. a tree and had been chained to the tree so long that the, the chain put like giant grooves in the fucking tree. And there were so oh. many times I wanted to drive by and just like, let that dog go. You know, like, I mean, it was just mm -hmm. heartbreaking to see that. And I think, sad to say this, but, like, I think something happened to the homeowner finally, and, and they're not there anymore. But, yeah. Ooh. So, they're still, it still happens. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely. But, anyways. Which is tangent. unfortunate. Macabre no, okay. Soapbox. We love <laughs> animals. <laughs> We're here for animals. We love rights. them. We love them. You treat them right. You treat them like your babies. Yeah, come for you. exactly. Right? That's funny. We should start doing that. Like, that could be, like, its own segment in the show. Macabre Soapbox. Yeah. 
Let me tell you some shit. <laughs> I think we might do some macabre hot takes. I'm going to talk to you about that after this episode. Oh, yes. I think that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, sorry, listeners. We digress. Uh, we needed a little break because that was a lot. Um, and now we return and- to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And now we're we're really just amping up. Um, if you thought that was bad, it's only getting worse. Uh, Michael Scott Lewis was 27. Uh, he was found decapitated and dismembered. Oh, no. Uh, he went, mm-hmm, and he had went missing on November 21st um, of the same year. Guess what? And there may have been a period of time where Michael had been alive during the time that he was unaccounted for, which, yes, probably, because look what he had done previously with the others. He's mm-hmm. trying to get their bank account information. Um, he was found in Tomoka River, Ormond Beach um, in Florida. And now we get into uh, where we're getting through it guys we're, we're almost there but um these these are probably some of the worst ones out of the bunch we have cheryl dodges dunlap who is 46 now dunlap was a nurse and a sunday school teacher um who was reportedly uh reading at a place called leon sinks geological region um in florida's apple oh boy here we go blair trying to pronounce things um <laughs> apple Appalachicola. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> wow, I'm sorry, listeners. Soda. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, what is that? What is that song in the '90s? Um, by Savage Garden, the Chicka Cherry Cola. It's like that. <laughs> Appalachicola National Forest. Sorry, guys. <laughs> You're gonna write in and be like, "What the f did you just do?" I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't pronounce anything. Uh, yay, me on a podcast. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, but this took place uh, December 1st of 07 uh, her body was discovered by hunters days later um, on the 15th approximately 7 miles from where her hands and head were discovered Ooh, so he her torso tra- was found he transported and- yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh part of that yeah yeah um when when she was reported missing by her best friend um when she didn't show up to church one sunday morning the police found her later um with part of her body being discovered alongside a highway um she well as i was saying with what they found later of course she that means she was decapitated um they what the records say is that on the first she was abducted in Tallahassee, Florida. Um, on the second, her card was used for the first time at an ATM in the same town. On the third, her card was used a second time in the same town. On the fourth, again, the third time, same town. And then on the 15th is when her body was found um, in the National Forest, the the one I won't say. Chickajericola one. Um, Appalachicola National Forest. It was alleged that the head and hands were burned or had been burned and that um, part of those things were found in a fire pit during the search. So post-mortem, he was trying to get rid of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Mike Wood, who's a former Leon County Sheriff, had stated, uh, people in our community started to see these newscasts and see photographs of Gary Hilton and his dog. We would go to each and every one of those sites. We were finding consistent items up to and including the name brand of the dog food that he fed his dog. We had... A tip from a gentleman that he had had run into an older man in the woods and it fit Gary Hilton's description to a T. So we go to the campsite 
and we found what we had been we found what had been covered up with straw and hidden fairly well in a small fire pit it had ashes and debris ultimately they turned out to be identified as bone fragments from the fingers and a skull and that is regarding Cheryl Mm. um mm -hmm. and the one that really brought him to light and what finally got him caught was in 2008 here we go the head will be missing that's what gary hilton told police in 2008 about his last victim meredith emerson who was 24 she was last seen alive hiking with her dog on blood mountain which is in northern georgia and this was on new year's day witnesses had claimed uh to see an older man on the spur trail connection uh, in the Appalachian Trail. Um, and it was near a, a parking lot that was labeled Byron Herbert Reese, um, which is apparently noted as the Georgia part of the Appalachian Trails. When she did not return home on the 2nd, her friends began to search for her and they weren't able to get anywhere. Um, her dog, Ella, was found on January 4th in Cumming, Georgia, approximately 60 miles from there. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it it's like, did he take the dog for a little bit? Did the dog just run and book it and that's where Ella was found? I don't know. On the 8th of January, the body of Meredith was found in the North Georgia Mountains, it has been stated that Meredith had been hiking when Hilton attacked her with an army knife. She fought him and she was screaming while fighting him off. Hilton knew that he needed to get her to stop. And so he punched her in the eyes and gave her both eyes, black eyes. Um, Later, mm -hmm, uh, later Hilton asked Meredith to give him her pin number to her credit card. But, when she kept giving him the wrong numbers, Hilton got really fucking pissed. And she fought and fought, but he decided to just kill her. It is noted by the police also that there was evidence that she did fight to save her life for four days. And she did finally lose the battle. Unfortunately, um, she was also decapitated. She was the one that I was thinking I had read about like actually had to camp with this guy for multiple days and i didn't Mm -hmm. get into i didn't dig into deeply on that but he had made a comment that was really disturbing about the whole thing Mm -hmm. there were actually some accounts from acquaintances and old co-workers that had said that he had fantasized about taking a woman in the woods and just like doing what he wanted. Yeah. Um, he didn't really hide that. The comment that I think he had said when talking about this one in particular was like, Oh, we had a mm-hmm. couple good days together. And that also mm. he couldn't um he couldn't hurt the dog. He couldn't bring himself to hurt the dog or or kill the dog. I'm just like you can fucking beat your dog and kill people. Not yeah. that I want anything to happen to the dog, but I'm just saying. Like, no, exactly. But yeah, so where are you drawing up. the line? Yeah, what, yeah. This is so messed up. How are you? Yeah, I and you hear about that sometimes in other cases too, and it's like, how are you fucking rationalizing? Oh, it's not okay to do this, but like I can this do other. this. Yeah, that's so much worse. Yeah, I just, yeah. Clearly, he had some issues that never got addressed and fixed. Yeah, from clearly since he was young, even before he joined the military, which joining probably wasn't the best for him either. That probably just heightened everything. Um, Worse. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Did he ever claim that his mental condition is what was like responsible for his actions or did is there do you have any anything on that like did he blame it try to blame it on the schizophrenia 
or no? I, in records that I've seen, it was obviously addressed like, hey, like, this is what he did when he was younger. Clearly, there's something going on. But right. I don't ever think that he truly used that personally as a crutch. Yeah. Um, he just wanted He was money just. Mm-hmm. And had no yeah. regard for human life or no. animals. No. He was just a wall. And especially, like, when he had told the police, the head will be missing. Just right off the bat. Matter of fact. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, clearly, there's a disconnect with rationale. um, And it's weird because it's like his emotions are detached in some ways, Mm -hmm. but so much, like, heightened in others. Yeah. Like it's clear that there's an aggression issue. Um, yeah, it's 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 just fucked. It's fucked up. So after um Meredith was kidnapped, the timeline goes quickly um to the time when they found him, which we'll 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 get into. Emily had alluded to that, which ooh, Emily. I still don't know like how I don't know how you managed to like witness that, like how you dealt with that. That's just nuts. Um so, timeline, January 1st of 08, Meredith Emerson was kidnapped in Georgia. On January 4th, a murder warrant said that Meredith Emerson was murdered on this day in Dawson Forest Wildlife Management Area in Dawson County, Georgia. Same day, the police took Hilton into custody. Emerson's dog, Ella, wandered into that grocery store we talked about, and Emerson's belongings were found nearby in Forsyth County, Georgia. On January 7th, Gary Hilton appeared in court and was denied bond. Meredith Emerson's body was found in a wooded area, and that's the end. But Emily gave us the details. How was he found? He was found at a gas station, cleaning his car out was it to a hide gas and get rid of evidence. Or a car wash. Well, probably a both. car wash. I'm sorry. It's yeah, probably both. Um, but yeah, cleaning it out. He had shit in the car, like like body parts and shit, because they found Them. dismembered parts in the trash can at that location. Oh, he was trying to completely get rid of the evidence. And like Emily, she had witnesses. But can you freaking imagine being around that? Seeing, you know, you're just on your way to, you know, get some stuff done. Get a and slushy. there's a fucking dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking get a slushy. There's just a fucker cleaning out his car of body parts and blood, you know, like you fucking do. Yeah. Mm. I, clearly he was not a mastermind. No. No. Which good. Good for that. But still. Um, so let's get to some of the concluding notes on this, um, because there's some interesting shit. So let's talk about part of the investigation, um, the conviction and where the fuck he is now. On January 4th of 2008, two days after Emerson was last seen, uh, a witness at a gas station had stated that the guy you are looking for is cleaning out his van. The police quickly arrived on the scene and were able to stop the accused before he could bleach the interior of the van. <laughs> That's not uh, obvious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not at all. You just bought a big fucking gallon of bleach. What could you possibly be doing with that? Yeah, because what normal person bleaches their vehicle out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. When they got a crime scene analysis uh, person in to just kind of detail the scene, are you surprised? There was evidence of blood and uh, DNA that matched Meredith Emerson. Mm. He was, of course, arrested and charged with her murder. And that's when all of the other shit started airing out about what else happened and yeah. Uh, the prosecution agreed to take the death penalty off the table if Hilton would lead investigators to her body, I guess. He had agreed, apparently, and he did lead investigators to her body. 
Hilton had claimed he had asked Emerson for her card and pin number and that when she didn't do it and he kept like she kept giving him the wrong number, he got really like more angry every single time. And um, like I said, it was four days before he killed her, but he finally did because he just got that pissed. Gary stated that he could not bring himself to kill her dog like you you did allude to that. Um, and that when it came to the woman herself, in quotes, it was hard. You got to remember, we had spent several days together. So you're right. He he was the one that said that. Mm. Yeah. Disgusting. So let's talk about the conviction. On the 30th of January in the same year. So it didn't take him long. Oh, that's not long at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> Gary Michael Hilton pled guilty to the murder of Emerson. Uh, he was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole in 30 years. Hilton later was linked to all the other fucking shit I told you about. Mm -hmm. With some that they for sure know he had, they can't link to him, but they know for a fact that he did more than what they've uncovered. That was just what he was willing to discuss. In 2011, Hilton was tried for Dunlap's murder and was sentenced to death in oh. 20... Mm-hmm. But get this. Oh, well, I'll tell you the, the current status on this. Oh, no. Because it gets weird. Um, so in 2012, he had pleaded guilty to the kidnap and murder of the Bryants, which, of course... He was then sentenced for life imprisonment in that way. He got life in prison for all of these accounts in Georgia. The current status on Gary Michael Hilton is this. Sentenced to life imprisonment in Georgia. He is sentenced to death in Florida and then was sentenced to four life sentences in North Carolina. Officially, all of this was put into play, all of those different records at different times, but what sealed the deal was those other accounts in North Carolina, and that was on April 25th of 2013. The updated status on him as of last year on March 24th is he's currently on death row at that point in time at the age of 77. Is he incarcerated in Florida then? If he is, if they're yep. the ones who gave him the death sentence, then they that kind of mm -hmm. like supersedes the others. Oh, yep. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He probably won't be executed. <sighs> He'll probably die of old age before that happens, but mm -hmm. fuck that guy. Yeah. Well, and especially when you've got multiple states and each state gave a different sentence. And I mean, I can understand why, because he committed different levels of whatever the fuck he did in different states. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the legality in each. But holy shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Florida's hardcore. I don't, know, I don't know mm -hmm. how many states still have the death penalty. Um, I mean, we'll probably do some research on that at some point. I want to cover some yeah. of the prisons. Macabre facts. Uh, yeah. yeah, and just pee for oh, prisons because yeah. there's like the haunted mm -hmm. prisons. You know, there's Alcatraz, there's mm -hmm. Eastern State Penitentiary. There's yeah, so we'll definitely have to cover that at some point. And then you also have the history of the electric chair, which is also oh, yeah fascinating. Oh yes, and the fact that it didn't work right the first time that they used it. Mm. Yeah, well, and the reason it was invented <sighs> too was because of so many failed hangings. Yeah. So I think we'll, we actually have that on the docket for season two for, um, mm -hmm. I think, executions or something. Something. Yeah. Anyways, it's going to get covered at some point. Oh, absolutely. And isn't it weird that all of these, like, gruesome devices were invented to be a more, in quotes, humane way humane. of <laughs> yeah. ending a life? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, an electric chair is fascinating because the people that were racing to try to get the job done, you know, again, it was like, who invented the light bulb? And then you've got the same people mm -hmm. trying to 
figure out how to make the electric chair successfully. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. Ugh. Do you know what um, the death, what, what the method is in Florida for death row? Do you know if he was like sentenced I'm to gonna Google it. if oh. it was like um, electric chair or lethal injection or for him specifically? I wonder. Because, yeah, because I feel it like I does vary know. per state, right? Right. Yeah. But I think also it can vary by the criminal, too. I don't know that they always mm -hmm. use the same. But lethal injection seems to be more common nowadays. Mm hmm. Um, Any luck? Mm -mm. I'm trying another way. Oh, it looks like they have both in the state of Florida. Yeah, they do. Florida and Tennessee both have mm -hmm. the dual lethal, uh, lethal injection, injection and, electric. and electrocution. Mm -hmm. Wow. So it looks like the state of Florida actually executed six people in 2023. Texas Ooh. was the higher count with eight. Wow. And they also they also changed the state law so that juries don't have to be unanimous to recommend the death penalty. This new minimum is a vote of eight to four. Oh, so damn. If, if eight people say yes to the death penalty, it will pass. Holy shit. So, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, holy shit, guys. Yeah. I want to know how old Emily was when she saw that go down. I, I know. Oh, Emily, please tell us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Holy shit. This, I mean, another hometown macabre for the books, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Emily, seriously, thank you so much uh, for submitting your story to us. We greatly appreciate it. We love your voice, and we love you. And we wanted to cover this for you. Um, I can't imagine how it was to witness that, though. No matter what age. Yeah. Yeah, it's and crazy. just knowing, you know, like at the time, you don't know what's happening, really. You just know something mm -hmm. bad is happening, and then later, finding out all the details is like, ugh. Right. Gross. But I'm glad just, he was an bleh. idiot, and that he got mm -hmm. himself caught, so that he couldn't Eventually. keep doing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you could totally tell. I mean, I tried to, like, put it out in a, like, succinct timeline. Because he was, like, doing all this other random shit in between the really big ones. Mm -hmm. But he was really amping up. Like, there was basically no time at all. You know, he was already on to the next one. On to the next one, yeah. basically. Because the big ones that they can prove were all within, like, a two-year span. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty typical. That's how it goes. Mm -hmm. You know, they generally will just escalate yeah. to the point where... It gets such a, it turns into such a frenzy because of the mm -hmm. need to be able to get that hit, you know, that, mm -hmm. um, that dopamine hit or whatever. I don't even know if they get dopamine hits. Honestly, I don't know if they have that capability, but you know what I'm saying? No, um, no idea. Mm -hmm. It just escalates to the point where then they start to get sloppy. And that's what you yep. hope for, um, is that they eventually mm -hmm. fuck up and get caught. Yep. Exactly. Woof. Yeah. Listeners. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Keep sending in stories. Uh yes. If you have one. I mean, hometown macabre or not. You know? Just a topic. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we would really love to hear from you. And we'd like to cover more shit. I mean, just like this, we we had fun with this one. I mean, as much fun as you can have. Um, but please, <laughs> please send in your requests. <laughs> if you have any stories, there's multiple ways to send them in. Um, we'd love to hear what you have to say. You can send those at any time to that's so macabre at gmail.com. You can record your story on our website at macabpod.com through the speak pipe. If you just can't get enough, we're also on Patreon. Uh, we have a private Facebook group where you can hang with more of our fantastic listeners over there. It's a fucking blast. So I highly recommend. If you like what you're seeing. Oh, wait, no, no, no. If you like what you're hearing. 
Oh, or seeing, because like now TV. we're you know a little more on TikTok. Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, feel free to uh, rate and uh, review us. I'm just gonna telepathically do that, please, um, please, on your on your favorite podcast platform. We would we would really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> and you know what? Freaking tell a friend. You know what? Because why not? If you're weird, you got weird friends. We like weird <laughs> we- here. Weird sees weird. We know how it goes. Weird sees weird. Yes. Weird is fun. Um, That's all I got. Until next time. Until next time. As always, have fun. Be safe. Keep them a cop. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye. This episode of Macabre was brought to you today by the Akimu. Remember to ask your Mesopotamian doctor today. Four out of five doctors do recommend this. You may be susceptible to becoming an Akimu if you do not check out the macabrepod.com website. Email them at thatsomacabre at gmail.com. Join them on Instagram, their Facebook group, or not join them as a Patreon member. You could definitely be susceptible to becoming an Akimu. You can also be susceptible to becoming an Akimu if you forget to rate or review this podcast. And if you forget to show your love and appreciation for the ladies of Macabre, Thank you.